Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton. We have a full house today. We have the full crew. The three amigos were back. You got oh baby. You got me, Michael Jordan, me, Michael Jordan, JD, Scotty Pippen, and Samir Dennis Rodman. Uh, I'm scrappy. Actually, I got to I got to be Pippin. Let's go. Yeah, you're petty. You're kind of a loser when you turn forty. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. To 40. We're already predicting no it. We already know. No, it's okay. No, I, honestly, the way I any, live, no chance. Anything we're more like the Boston Big Three, like Samir's Paul Pierce. Oh, I'd love uh, to be Paul Pierce. JD is uh, Ray Allen because he works oh, for that's sweet. Gasper Sars ours, and of course, I'm the overly emotional leader, Kevin Garnett. Obviously, I'm fine with that. I would like to be Ray Allen out of those three. Yeah, it's all, all good. I think that's more. I think that's a more relatable big three to us. All right, so big show today. We start our football kickoff. This uh, you guys loved it so much last year. Me and Kev did our record predictions. Except this year, I'm not in Martha's Vineyard doing it, which makes it even more hysterical. And we're this time we're taking our advice from our our fans and listeners and everyone else. We're doing it in two shows. This week is AFC. Next week's NFC. Um, we we'll also got to talk baseball. We're talking the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Yes, we're gonna start instituting more entertainment and music, not just, uh, not just you know sports. Because honestly, as much as we love talking sports, guys, like bringing them in on occasionally talking some music and movies and stuff like that, you know, we refuse to talk uh, current events and news and politics because fuck that shit. It only divides. It doesn't unite. Sports and music and movies unite. So we we're not love Star Star Wars movies divide. Well, Star Wars fans, and I will say this right now, sweeping declaration. Star Wars fans, the ones who bullied Daisy Ridley, the girl who plays um, Rose, right? That was her name. Yeah, yeah. Even and, though she was terrible. And the ones who bur- the ones who uh, bullied uh, Freddie Prince Jr. or tried to at least, but he's a, a grown ass man. Um, you all 
are the worst. You're the reason Star Wars is what it is and why everything's a fucking problem. Everyone wants to complain about Star Wars as a fucking movie. You need to go into Star Wars like I do. Okay, if it's worth the price of admission, I'm not going to bitch about it. I want my money back from the last movie. Oh, no, I love the last movie. I don't, I don't, no, you're wrong. I didn't love it. All right. I want my money back. I, that was worth. I would have paid to not see that movie. I hate that. I enjoyed movie. it for what it was. I enjoyed. Yeah, exactly. Also, okay. The only thing we're gonna say about this, JD, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but I'm gonna say this one point, and this is why I love the movie. J.J. Abrams did what he could with it. Could he have done better? Yes. Was the alternate script a lot worse? Oh fuck yeah, it was. So no, it wasn't. Oh no, I hated the alternate script. I oh, I, the alternate script was significantly better for one reason. Palpatine wasn't in it. Oh no, stupidest the Palpatine thing in the world. Me, but. The Palpatine stupidest thing, thing, thing in the world. But now, like now that with Mandalorian and all the other stuff they're doing with the uh, Bad Batch and all the whole plot holes they're filling, it makes cloning. the last Jedi. Yeah, better. they're getting into like the cloning stuff, but yeah, so, still, it retroactively no, destroyed the series. No, that was Last Jedi. And they can. Oh, he's no longer the chosen one because he didn't actually stop Palpatine. He was just bad. Yeah, that's uh, none, no, of, that, none of that mattered. That, Whatever. Technically, Anakin. No, wait, that's what that's that means. That's what that means. Well, okay. Yeah, so, they oh, did ruin Anakin a little. I, I will say that much. Okay, so first of I all, Anakin definitely did bring balance to the Force. It's just like I look at it as a thing like the Republic just fucked up. They easily could have put the the First Order of the Empire out of commission completely, but they pulled off the gas and went full peace, and that's what happened. I don't know. I think that movie insulted us as fans. Coming like, hey, they're they'll eat this up. We'll just put Palpatine you know, in it. Okay, and literally. So, Make like the entire movie just like let's get this thing to go to this thing and then we'll go do this thing because there's a thing there we need. Okay, and it just see, threw away okay. all the rules of Star Wars. Oh, all of a sudden there's a billion of these ships that just blow up planets because we okay, have to so upscale, 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 upscale. All right, so here's the crazy thing about that is like the way they did that in the movie. First of all, the unknown regions. I'm going full nerd here. Anybody who's, like, read any of the Star Wars books or any, like, any of the lore of that stuff like that when they do the uh, topic of the Unknown Regions, they're called the Unknown Regions for one reason only. They're unknown. You can hide things out there. In the in the, uh, in the the uh, Legends, which is what, the, uh, the uh, non-canon anymore, there was an entire race of Force-sensitive alien, like, murder machine. They're called the Vizukas and Young or some bullshit. They hid out in the Unknown Regions until, like, 30, 20 years after the war in the extent, in the, uh, Legends Did you say non-canon? Yeah, not what then, to, to Disney. Who cares? It, here's the thing: is like then who cares? Okay, whatever. and also like JD, can I finish you my gotta, It's got to be in the movies. Can I finish Didn't my you already make it? Before I kick oh, you off I the show. Sorry, to be fair, it's really in and out. So I thought you were done. Okay, I was. Tr- I have ADHD, so my all my sentences go in and out. Come on. Um, but all I'll say is that the the whole ships on Exegol thing that's totally doable coming out of the. Coming out from underneath the surface, though, that was a little extra. It was a little much, and I understand what JD's if, saying if, when he's if like. Kylo Ren shows up. It's and not an if Kylo Ren shows up and sees a mountain range, and then behind it, a, a like a thousand star destroyers rise up from behind this mountain range, that's I could believe that. It's just going through the crust of the Earth. That was kind of a little extra. Anyway, we'll talk more Star. We might get into more Star Wars discussion later. We got Marvel trailer as well. We're gonna kick it off with. Well, the first initial thing is the Alliance. God, I got some Avengers Endgame vibes on this one. Like, I said, back to the boys. I We're love coming it. Coming together, baby. So, the evil Thanos SEC will not take over. Oh, my over. God. Okay, so I don't mind the SEC. 
I just hate the elitist bullshit that those guys punch out. The district, okay, so the fact that I have to defend my college team, which has more titles than 90%, no, 95% of the SEC, or JD has to defend himself and his, how many of you guys have, like five, six? Uh, we have eight national championships. Eight national championships. Even Samir. Well, Zero. No. Zero. Two appearances, but, though, two <laughs> cheaters. So there you go. God, Actually, yeah. no, Ohio State wasn't cheating that year. It would have been it would have been seven if it wasn't for Samir's team. So thank you, Samir, for number eight. You're welcome. If for oh for Mark Helfrich being the worst head coach in Oregon history. Um uh I mean, come on, you would only have seven if you know the refs actually called that play correctly, JD, but it's all good. Nah. That's whatever, we'll get you back. Karma's a bitch in college football. Um so yeah, no, so the alliance now between the ACC the Big Ten, and the uh, Pac-12. Why I find it's utterly hysterical is this one— That's us. Yeah, it's, it's literally us. We're we the alliance. alliance. I, I, I figured this out this morning. I'm like, oh, my God, that's our conferences. Samir, Pac-12, Oregon. Me, ACC, Miami. JD, Ohio State, um, Big Ten. It's utterly hilarious. And as much as I, we love our boy Kevin, Mr. SEC, his, like— like radical love of that conference is going to be hysterical trying to like to rip the alliance. But I did not like where college football was going for a little bit. I really don't. Like, and you know what? I have something to say. Well, and, you know, I, just, can I just can I finish my point? Go ahead, please. I, I mean, this is my fucking show. Damn it, Samir, you're, you're no longer an intern. But Jesus, give me the floor. Jesus. It's, all, it's all good. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. I've had a long day. But um, Jared Jared started his big boy job, ladies and gents. So I'm I'm very tired. Um. Basically, what I didn't like is the whole Oklahoma Texas thing. I was like, fuck, whatever. I don't care. The Big 12 is a joke. It's a seven-on-seven league. Anyway, who gives a shit? But they're basically a one-out off in the in the, in the the uh, tournament. But what I didn't like was the second I heard Florida State and Clemson. First of all, Florida State. I, I, I could understand, like, North Carolina or Miami because their programs are actually relevant right now. But Florida State hasn't been relevant since we were all in high school. Or I was a freshman in college. Uh, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, since I was in high school. That's fair. Yeah, I was a freshman in college when they beat when Trey Mason and um, Nick Marshall lost to uh, Jameis and the boys. But when, uh, Oregon, when Oregon ended. Jameis and the boys. Oh, my Samir God. That was, great. that was the greatest football game of all time. Samir, and we ended them. I always thank God for your Oregon Ducks because that was the beginning of the end for Florida State. Uh-oh. He's already out and off. I will say this, though, one last thing, is that the, the SEC just irritated the fuck out of me with this. And then they're talking about, like, a super conference and all the rest of the teams it, like, and they're talking about like, Oh, they'll do their own thing. Yes. The NCAA is corrupt, but I like there was going, this Alliance is this gentleman's agreement. But at the same time, it's like all these other teams, all these other conferences are like, this is kind of fucked right now. What the SEC is doing to us. They just basically decimated an entire conference in one swoop. The big 12 basically has one more relevant team in it right now. Maybe two. I'll, I'll give Oklahoma state that credit. Um, but Oklahoma yeah, state, I, Iowa, Iowa state, state's pretty good. Iowa state and Oklahoma state, literally the only two relevant teams left in that conference. And Did so, just, and I guess TCU, I throw in there as like a half. Uh, half. Gary Patterson's still a great coach. It's just he hasn't got a good recruiting class in a while. West Virginia. Yeah, they're basically, they're going to go to the ACC. No, I think West Virginia is more relevant than TCU. Yeah, true. So, what, they have about yes, three and a half relevant teams. 
Did you hear, though, that, like, uh, Kansas, there's talks that Kansas and Iowa State might come to the Big Ten? Why? I, I get Kansas for basketball, and I think they're, they have one other good program for one sport, but god damn, man. Kansas, like, I would go after Oklahoma State or, I, or like... I think it's geographic, too. Oh, yeah, it's geographic. I mean, but Oklahoma State's still not that bad of a drive from his... Like, Iowa State would be sweet because we have Iowa. Like, that could be a sick rivalry. Right, I think exactly. Iowa State is sustainably, like, actually decent with Matt Campbell at football. I just Kansas want, would be sweet for basketball, but a joke for football. Who did Nebraska have a great rivalry with back in the day that they couldn't do? Oklahoma. That? Oh, my God. Which they're I, playing this year. Oh, thank Jesus. Even though Oklahoma's going to fucking rope them... But they like, are, yeah. and it's it's still gonna be fun to see. That. I I missed the border war too between Kansas Games at 11 a.m. Nice. Well, 11 a.m. for wait, you're you're are you are you Eastern or Central? Eastern. Aren't you like right on the line too? Uh, like it's like uh. Western Ohio. So Illinois. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's like Illinois. I think is like the line. Yeah. So mate, you're pretty close. But um, I didn't realize how close you are to Detroit. That's crazy. I am like 40 minutes from Detroit. I'm closer to Detroit than Cleveland or Columbus. I'm closer to Ann Arbor as well. I'm like where I'm at right now, where I grew up. I'm closer to That's Ann Arbor hilarious. than Columbus. I There's a ton of Michigan fans here. I didn't it's realize like 60, 40 Ohio State. I didn't re- that, that's even crazier. Now I get to travel even more. Like Ann Arbor and Columbus are really fucking close. The story of the rivalry is. Like the the states, Michigan and Ohio fought over the city of Toledo because it's right on the lake and it's like a big port. And that's like the history of like what started that not liking of the two states. And I that's fucking cool. I love that. So Toledo and Jim Harbaugh and um, and Urban Meyer were born in the same hospital as me. So Toledo, Ohio. Except one actually is a decent coach in college football. One's the young. I know, but it's just crazy that they like were born in the same hospital. I I love that for the like you know honestly. I took back what I said about that rivalry. I mean, I wish, no offense to you, J.D., I just wish for the sake of that rivalry, Michigan I get win. that. I get it's that like, 100%. It's, you know, because you know, as somebody who's now in a rivalry that's dying, like, Florida State won't beat us again for another five years. Knock on wood. Like, unless a catastrophic injury, like, two years ago, Miami had their worst team since 2007, and we beat them by 30. With Jarrett Williams. And then the year before, with Nikozi Perry being injured, we came back from being down 30 in 2018 to beat them. It seems like neither of those teams can go a stretch with both of them being very good. Uh, it seems two, like they're like people dominate that rivalry. Three through 1996. It was like back and forth. Yeah, actually, no, technically from like 1985 through 2004, it was very back and forth. There was a three-year stretch where Florida State was kicking the snot. Like the early Butch Jones, Butch Davis years, they were kick, they were getting the shit kicked out of them by Florida State. I guess State. I'm thinking of like like my era, like the last like, you know, like 20-so years or whatever yeah. in the 2000s. Well, it's been very like Miami kicked the shit out of them for a while, and then Florida State dominated for a pretty good stretch, and now it seems to go back. Well, Florida State was a dog shit program basically from like 01, 02 or 01 through 07, and then they started getting good players again once Bobby Bowden decided to actually fucking retire. Um, but I don't know. Samir, as the Pat, resident Pac-12 knucklehead, what do you think about this? What do you like about the alliance? Well, okay, here's what I have to, here's what I have to say about the whole goddamn thing is this 
is that I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter. Now, I don't know much about college football. You know, I'm just a newbie to the whole thing. And But, you know, you know damn well within the first two weeks of the season, I'm going to have very strong opinions already. Like However, that. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter. I'm not going to drop names, but Cruz. I've been seeing Cruz liking a lot of tweets. Um, and this is not a direct call at Cruz. This is just a big mindset. Maybe it's because I'm around Gump Twitter a lot. It's a lot of SEC supremacy Damn. being like, oh, we're just better than you. And But here's what I have to say is this. is By actively rooting for the SEC, you're essentially rooting for the Disneyfication of the entire landscape of college football. You're just – you're rooting for the corporate – big man to go take every big asset and become the big Amazon corporation of what football is. And that ruins competition. Hell that's yes, that's man. from someone who's fucking go Samir. Give him a flap of applause guys. Come on. Am that's I the one that's clapping for him? JD, give me some shit here. Come on. No, I'm that's waiting why I have to finish. Mr. Cut people off. I, that's my job. I'm the host. Go Samir. We, we are the underdog. We're the guys that are, going to work hard and keep college football competitive in the way it should be we are the motherfucking avengers we're the fucking alliance right i just i'm kind of a traditionalist like i like the conference i like the inter-conference rivalries i loved oklahoma uh, oklahoma state bedlam was like a sweet game every year and i like the sec in their rivalries too like i just don't like the idea of like one conference kind of swooping up all the big dogs and making a super league because it kind of like takes away from the historicness of college football which is like half the reason i love it also to my uh, comment on the sec and i don't want to come across as an sec hater because brown 330 lsu auburn bama you know a&m can't beat it it's great it's awesome football but i want to see them compete with those same teams and Yes, you are the best conference. You have been the best conference. I can 100% admit that. But don't act like you're playing a different sport. Don't act like SEC football is Division One and where everyone else is playing D3. Like we can't even compete because we've seen it in bowl games that that's just not true. If Auburn is your third best team and you are head and shoulders above everyone else, how do they lose to Northwestern by three touchdowns? Tell me that. Little old Northwestern. No, because when it comes to bowl season, Oklahoma kicked the shit out of Florida. So don't act like you can't have there's other only, people play. And don't one, tell me that they didn't play. There's only one Sorry. real team that thinks they're above everyone else. And we're friends with half their fan base. But I'm we fine with that Gump. because they are above everyone else. We love Gump Twitter dearly. We love all their fans. They love me. They look at us as like, you know, they love us because of Kevin being here and Cruz getting a start technically through us and – Everything else. I respect them. I don't do not like them. Oh no no! I love them as people. I hate them a lot. I I respect them and love. I love them as people. Respect them as fans. Despise their supremacy view of college football. And and this is horrible. Like honestly, here's thing about Alabama. I Alabama is technically my second team because I have a lot of friends who go there and it's like I have to. No, you don't. Behind them is behind them is behind them is Cincinnati and Oregon. I love Cincinnati. I've loved them since I was a little kid. I like Cincinnati, too. My dad always went there for business. He would bring me back Bearcats shit. Me and him would always watch. Because they'd always have a game the Saturday we'd put up our tree. They'd always play their last game. So me and my dad would always watch Cincinnati. It was like a tradition for Christmas every year. Like, we'd be putting our tree up. Cincinnati would be on playing Pitt or UConn or UCF or or USF or some 
big our ACC or big e, AAC or big Big East team, and it was something cool to look forward to. We always loved it, so I always root for the Bearcats. Alabama, if the fans keep being the way they are, they will be removed from my. Uh, how are they not curb. already? Disrespect. That was, that was a verb of disrespect to gum Twitter. Not gum Twitter. I love gum Twitter. To Alabama. I don't. I don't I like the amount of people that I because of belly up that I now have to interact with and see on Twitter Alabama shit. I hate it. And uh, there, it, it, let's just say if 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 it gets rowdy during during college football, I will mute every last one of you. Because I do not respect Gump Twitter. Because none of you are from Alabama. None of you. None of you have been Bama fans since day one. No, you're from this school and that school, and you wanted to go there because they're sick at sports. So. Boys, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know a big secret. We're eight days from college football starting. Let's fucking go. Oh, let's go, I, baby. I, you cut in and out. I missed that, but it sounded really fun. I'm hyped. Well, it's my connection we're using, so. The, the people at home heard me. But we're eight days away from college football. Let's, oh, fucking, go, let's boys. go. Let's fucking go, boys. We're back. actually less let's than go. that. No, because it's – no, but technically big. I'm talking – zero. I'm talking, like, top 25 power oh, five. Okay, I was going to say, because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, There's Illinois and Nebraska plays. Okay, so I know UConn's playing this weekend. I know UConn's yeah. playing. Oh, God, who gives a shit about that? No, um, I, I don't. I don't either. I went to see one UConn football game. The only thing that was cool about it was I saw Hassan Reddick get, like, four sacks because he was playing for Temple. Um, uh, so, like, Thursday the 2nd, next Thursday, we'll be uh, we'll be live here, obviously. Uh, Citadel, Coastal Carolina, ESPN Plus, I have that, so let's go. Um, Utah Weber State on the Pac-12 Network. There you go, Samir. And then let's JD, go. Ohio State, Minnesota in Minnesota. Minnesota. Line, Ohio State, three and a half. Wow, really? We have uh, Southern Utah and Arizona State at 10.30 on the Pac-12 network. Giant YouTube TV, which apparently I have that, which is hysterical to me. Also, never... don't expect me on that live stream Thursday. Just throwing that out there right now. Are you at... You're no, at... but, like, the game starts at 7, 7.30. It Unless starts we do it beforehand. Kickoffs at kickoffs at 8.15. All right, well, okay, then maybe I will be there. Yeah. Okay. Stop we by, do it early Katie, Stop by. If we do it early <laughs> enough, yes, I will you do can it. Pull a pat. Pull a pat. Dip it. 7:45. We don't care. Okay. All right. I'm gonna be pretty drunk. Fair warning. Um, buddy, have you? Have you? You're met welcome. <laughs> I, know. I love it. Like, somebody said to me like the other day, they were like, on our sh- like I think it was Vinny and AJ. They're like, dude, I, I, like how much can we drink? I'm like, have you met us? Like, our show literally made an entire you can, like pass out in the chair if you want. Um, did that once. <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. That was like season one. It was me and Mark, and I literally passed out almost drunk in a chair and woke up mid-recording. I told That's... Mark, I'm, Mark, I'm too drunk to continue this interview. It was with a former sponsor we had. It is still the funniest <laughs> interview because I asked one question I find that. and went in a circle four times talking the question, and the guy answered it perfectly. And then I just start ga- I mean, I start giggling, and I'm like, Mark, you gotta finish this interview, bro. I'm too drunk to talk. And all I hear in the background of Mark's microphone is he's laughing. <laughs> he could put a hand over his mic and is dying. I hear him in the background. And so Mark just finished the interview, and I was able to come to enough at the end of the interview. Go, so thank you to the director of marketing, so and so from Thrive Sports. They folded by now, I think. And um, they would no longer work with us because they kind of shafted us on deals. 
And I was like, uh, so thank you again to them, and we'll see you guys next week on our greatest show, The Quarter with Black. We did an interview on the live stream? No, this was before the live stream. This was like... Oh, okay. This was right, like right, the original... Right. That makes more sense. This is episode six. Or so. Oh, my <laughs> God. The ancient days. The ancient Dude, days. 2018, dog. Dude, I was in high school. We'll call it BS before Samir. <laughs> yeah. So BS is anything like 2020. When did Pretty you start, much. Samir? Samir December. started January 2021. Or January, yeah. Oh, okay. I okay, so you he were was like the same one intern, class intern cycle you, before me. Yeah. No, JD, you were you came in and I thought you came in, in the spring. Uh, yeah. So did he. Yeah, I came in the spring. You said he started in January. Yeah, he started early. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just a go getter like that, JD. How about that? Did, who, did Kevin do your interview? Uh, no. He no, and Shannon. Kevin right? did mine. Yeah, Shannon. Shannon did mine. Kevin did mine. That's cool. Was I he a dick that. to you too? No, it was it was very quick. I way over prepared. I like was giving like real like interview like answers in depth. He goes, "Wow, that's way more than we ever get," or something like that. He goes, "Wow, that's actually way better than I expected," or something like he was like said something along the lines of like, "That's more than most people do." Like I like prepared for it like a real interview, and it was like a five minute like ask three. Questions. I don't know if that's just something about our company or what, but like I remember one time I'm on a job, and it's like in the middle of the summer. He texts me, goes, "I'm about to do an interview." I'm like, "How's that going?" He goes, "Well." They're 30 minutes late. And he called me in the middle of another interview, like, hey, I'm ready for this. And he goes, you're 30 minutes late. He goes, yeah, but I figure it's okay because it's the middle of the day or something like that. I was like, that's his step. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I think, yeah. He, you know, work that. hours. <laughs> oh, my God. That was hysterical. Like, I figured mean, it was cool because it was in the folks, smack dab of business hours. Folks, and for those of you who have are, are like, born today, me and Kevin yeah, snap each other basically four or five times per day. So I talked to Kevin almost as much. I like, I talked to Kevin basically the second most of anybody else on this planet besides these two knuckleheads and my other best friends. So I talked to him more than most of my family members. So Kevin basically will text me the play-by-plays of these interns. So one time, I think, Samir, you were out for vacation or something. And so how did we find JD? We found him because some, he goes, hey, uh, this guy JD and – this other intern who I can't even remember who it was, uh, came on with it us. It was a I, hockey guy. No, that was Tyler, but that was he was that was that's Samir's boy. There was another yeah, first came time. on. Oh, it was a it was one of the baseball interns who came on. My first time was with that Tyler kid. That oh. was a good show. Yeah, it was a fun show. How's Tyler doing, Samir? Tyler's doing well. We're I, I joined his fantasy league. It's like a bunch of his friends like from our school, but I don't really know him that well. And I got him all the, the just fucking – Yeah, I, I just got him to fucking hate me in like 10 minutes. Every pick I was just like, you guys are stupid. Wow, God, how yeah. stupid can you be? <laughs> oh, by the way, I think the invention of our corner booth Snapchat chat was the greatest thing of all time. I big, was sitting at the boost. bar, and I'm like, can I have all your guys' Snapchat? Is that weird? <laughs> Katie, you're a genius. Katie, you're a you smart a man. Star for that invention. All right. Team bonding. Uh, Team's we're bonding more than ever, folks. Move on. Overall consensus: the SEC. Plus, I want to see your the story. SEC I know what you guys are up to. Sorry. Continue. The yeah, SEC. Come on, JD. Look at my tits. I'm all about this Avengers. I have some beer on OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about this Avengers assemble stance towards uh, the Thanos of college football to the SEC. Um, next up, we are talking the Yankees. Eleven. The fucking- Fucking straight, guys. 
Also, side note, my Diamondbacks have like the tenth best record or fifteenth best record since the fucking trade deadline. They were the worst team in baseball on the trade deadline. They're now the third worst team. Shout out to the boys on awareness. Don't red. Let's, Let's go. go. All right, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't care because, honestly, when we don't have the first overall pick, we actually keep them for more than three years. Um, Yankees 11 Smear. fucking straight. I know nothing about baseball. What happened? What's, what, is it Rizzo? Is it or didn't Rizzo? It's, Wasn't that they got? Uh, we got Rizzo and we got Gallo. That's part of it. It's, it, it's hard to describe. I mean, the team – it, this is how the team should be have been playing the entire year. They're good. They just were They're underperforming. The, the entire team was somehow sluggish and underperforming for four months of the year. And I don't understand how it happened, but it did. However, the only reason we are still in the wild card race was because our starting pitching. Our starting pitching is fantastic. We got rid of Larry Rothschild, who just got fired by the Padres, who is our that's our old pitching coach. We now have like a 3.24 ERA for our entire starting rotation. Like That sounds good. The know. boys are dealing. Boys are absolutely dealing, keeping us in games. Now we're hitting. Rizzo provided a spark. Gallo provides a spark defensively. Like, and the guy hits fucking majestic tanks. The Yankees are stealing bases. They, they led the. They lead the league in stolen bases since the All Star break. For some reason, we didn't. We never stole bases. We're just playing good baseball. Where the base running's good, and we're just pumped up. We have this guy are Andrew. The Red Sox playing bad. The Red Sox are playing very poorly. Yeah. So it's a it's a combination of the two. Oh yeah, it's a combination. A complete like the script has been flipped. We swept them at Yankee Stadium. We took the doubleheader on my birthday, and the next day we beat them, which turned the absolute that, tides. That's and gotta feel so good. Oh, so yeah. On the show, we literally had Kevin randomly join in the middle of me and JD talking about wishing you happy birthday. So like, you want to wish me a happy birthday? He goes, sure. <laughs> and then he sat there in silence for 10 seconds i go whenever you're ready and he's like is he here I'm like no but like we're just saying like out loud like <laughs> he sat there like waited for you <laughs> it was really funny you know it sucked that i was supposed to go or i could have gone to that game or i was gonna go to a game in july it was yankees red sox and as i'm on the train the game gets canceled because like six yankees have covid and i was like oh, oh i remember that so then then it got moved to that day into the doubleheader, but it was the afternoon game, and I was working that afternoon. Do you go to a lot of games? I haven't gone to a game all year. I would if I could. Yeah. But Oh, yeah, because the one game you're supposed to go to, it fucking rained out. I've never been to a major No, it's COVID. They got COVID, bro. Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for you because I think, I think you told me it was your first Yankee game since before COVID. I was like, this yeah. fucking blows. Hey, um, Baseball gods are not on my side this year. So, they really are. Samir, I think I may have to take you out for lunch, like, on a, on Sunday, because if I don't on Sunday, um, I'm not going to see you again until your spring until winter break. So, uh, Sunday works for me. I'm not doing anything on Sunday, cool. I don't think. We're going, I think we're going to go to Gaetano's or some shit. Done. Oh, easy. By the way, folks, if you're ever All in right, I'll be there. The best deli in, Connecticut, in the Northeast. No fuck. Unless you're in New York City, you can't beat Gaetano's. Have you had Subway? <laughs> you, you are so you are so Midwestern. Oh my! What is deli cuts culture like? We in have Ohio? this. We have this quaint little place called Subway. Or do you, do you have deli there or what? <laughs> Where's the best place to get a sandwich? Um, I don't know, like a restaurant. I don't know. Oh uh, my! Yeah, God. we have we have delis. Um, like, in like bigger cities. 
Dude, Columbus oh my god, delis, there's a deli it's in not every like, fucking town in Connecticut. Not. It's all deli culture in Connecticut is something different. Like in in my hometown, that's actually pretty Southbury, cool. Man. My hometown of Southbury, there's four places you can get a fucking gas sandwich. Like amazing. Yeah. Like you, we have Nardellis, which is like the big legendary chain out here. Um, they're basically invented like the New York style sub, north of New York. Um, we have this place called Heritage Deli, which is like this chain of like like fried chicken based, like all it's really good. And then we have like a like a cold sandwich deli. We have a couple of other spots too, but like it's deli culture in Connecticut is strange. Like every every other town has like a legitimately good deli. So yeah, yeah. I, I actually am jealous of that. All right, so Samir, why are the fucking Red Sox losing? By the way, they were like the best team in baseball for or one of the best teams in baseball for like half the year. The Red Sox are losing simply because they're being exposed for the team that they really are. They were only this good because their bats were incredibly hot. Say it with your chest, Samir. Let's go. And Kevin had all this, all the Red Sox fans, and Kevin had a lot of swagger when they came in and whooped the Is he a Red Sox fan? And, yes. And to, be fair, and to be fair, they earned it. They whooped us. They, they won. I think they won eight straight against us. That's fine. However, now... The bullpen's falling apart. Matt Barnes before the All Star break had like a two five ERA. Now it's since it's the All Star break been like seven three. It, yeah. Wait no is, no his overall ERA is like four. His overall is like in the four. Yeah yeah yeah. But since the All Star break he's he's just absolutely collapsed. They got um, deadline because they they went and got who's the pitcher they got the deadline. They didn't get anyone at the deadline. They got Schwarber. Okay they got Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah they got Schwarber who's been fine. But, but he's uh, also like an injury prone guy. So it's like. I'm waiting for that to kick in. And yeah, I, I, uh, no Rizzo. Yeah, no Rizzo. They wanted Rizzo. Or, and, fucking, or Rizzo. fucking Joey fucking Gallo. <laughs> yeah. And but the thing is, the listen, like, the fucking Gabagool boys out here. They're like, oh, Chris Sale's gonna be back. That's gonna solve all of our problems. Oh, but the rest of the problems, the rest of your rotation. Who do you have other than Eovaldi? Pavetta's bad. Rodriguez is garbage. Ask, their, the, ask the Angels how having no rotation works. Exactly. Their rotation was serviceable enough to let Xander Bogarts hit them to wins every single night. And now they're not doing that. And now Bogarts endeavors are exposed as the worst defensive left field in the entire in MLB. They can't make a play for life. They're playing sloppy baseball. Bobby Dahlbeck can't play first base. Defensively is where they're lacking and they were always lacking. And so their defensive pitching is being exposed for what they were the whole time. And now the bats are OK to moderate. They're not on so- fire. Samir, when Jay, when uh, I know Steve nothing, Peralt, but I love this rant. When Steve Peralt comes back on to talk baseball, a little football, and everything else, and just shoot the shit with us back in November, are you gonna be nice with him, or are you gonna attack him again? <clears throat> I didn't attack him the first time. Did I attack him you the got first time? I feel like, I like, like attacking like, It was like your fourth show too, and like he goes right. at our buddy, our this dude we know from Barstool, and in uh, Bleacher Report in uh, WEI goes at him with a question, and me and Kevin are like. All right, this kid's staying. We like this kid because this Hell kid yeah. has no fear. Don't back down to anybody. Oh, I love yeah, it, Samir. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to just gonna agree with everything Samir said. I think he's oh, 100% he's right. Honestly. That's not to say I don't think the Red Sox are a good team. I think the Red Sox are still no, the second suck. wild. They, they're but garbage. Out of the question for the division. I think the division Daniel between the Yankees like and the Rays so right bad. now nobody else. And I think the I'm Yankees can win the Kevin, division. I'm just agreeing with Samir. No, me and Kevin will – will go to blows multiple times this football season. That's that is for sure. We came up to blows already on Twitter the other day and it was coming to blow Kevin on season. Sunday because the Giants are gonna fucking beat him in the preseason. Let's go. Hell Started yeah. for play. 
Okay, I'm sorry. The preseason game. If, okay, if you're coaching, I'm so over it. I'm so okay, over even it. Yeah, no. Give Listen, me real football, transition. See, this year in the preseason was if Quez Watkins was living up to the billing. His first catch of the preseason was a fucking 90-yard touchdown. Okay, I'm good. Let's let's play the game now. I had a guy who listens to our show. He's a local dentist in my town. Walked up to me and says to me at the gym today, he goes, so what the fuck was that game last week? You guys fucking suck. And I'm like, like you're a fucking doctor, technically. And I was just like, you really want to come at me with that take? He goes, you realize my coach does not take the my head coach does not take the preseason seriously. Like the, he does it. Seven the starters. Eagles the Eagles don't suck because of the how bad they play in the preseason. They do just suck though. JD, go away. <laughs> so we'll talk about that about thirty. We'll be back in about thirty seconds. A little quick, a little uh, wrap from our sponsors. We will come get you guys in a second. So appreciate you stopping by the corner podcast. And we're back. Um, so we were talking. So Samir brought it up. Travis Etienne. I feel horrible for him right now. I don't think anybody's been fucked over more out of the rookie class for first rounders since April. Gets drafted by the one team that doesn't need a running back because, I don't know, they had a rookie of the year caliber running back. Gets told us to transition to wide receiver. Then, then gets a Liz Frank injury. Out for the season. James Robinson, fantasy owner, is looking great right now. But uh, besides that, I feel really bad for Travis Etienne. Like, he's been screwed, like, since April. Like, I, I the second the Jags dress, I'm like, oh, and his career's over. Yeah, I, I'm really bummed about it, especially because I, I did believe in the talent. I think he – I mean, I, obviously, it's not like his career's over. Obviously, I hope he uh, recovers quickly as possible. Um Hopefully, maybe he can – I don't think he'll get back by the end of this year. I think his season's over. But um, I still think next year going forward, I do think that this coaching regime believes in ETN. Why would they spend, you know, the 19th overall pick on him? I do think he has the potential to become the lead back, even with maybe with another offseason learning uh, the playbook. I think they're going to give him a huge workload next year, hopefully – hoping that he recovers well i don't know that's just my hope yeah that sucks that uh, you guys nailed it i've not, not a lot to add it sucks i feel bad for him i thought he was a reach in the draft but not you know. he was a reach for who picked him honestly like yeah. i was pulling so hard for buffalo to draft him because him and zach moss is a one-two punch is deadly yeah that'd be nice yeah but of course you know jacksonville like always has to ruin fucking everything <clears throat> um NBA news quickly. Patrick Beverly officially announces member of my Minnesota Timberwolves today. Strangely enough, tweeted out about how Kevin Garnett was the reason he be, he started playing basketball. Beverly, who famously always wears 21, is going to wear 22 for Minnesota, hopefully to wipe our brains of that person who should not be named, Andrew Wiggins. Um, I Okay, so... I'm not going to go on some rant acting like Minnesota's going to win the NBA title next year, but adding Patrick Beverly gets me so fucking hyped because it he's a great perimeter defender to couple with D'Lo up top, put Anthony Edwards at, at small forward, and, um, you know, Malik Beasley off the bench, Nas Reed, um, of course, Conte Towns, uh, and a, Josh Kogi, a few others. It's not a terrible team. That's definitely a seventh or eighth place team in the West, and I'm okay with that. Nope. 
You're you're you are high on crack, my friend. If you think that team makes the playoffs, because Patrick Beverly got at it. They were the worst team in the West last year. I know I they were make hurt. The playoffs, injured the entire it's season. Luca can barely make the playoffs in the West. Also, because Luca's playing you're crazy by himself. You think Pat Beverly? Okay, JD. Right now, twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars. Minnesota makes the playoffs next year. Done. Done. Write it down somewhere. I, I can see an eight seed appearance. Done. I, I really could. If Anthony Edwards takes a second year, a big second year, second year lead. Consistently start hitting threes. It's over. I'm that kid's, clipping that kid's this, by the way. What you say? Eight. I'm clipping this and keeping it and sending it to you the day they're we'll mathematically eliminated. The day but they're now, mathematically eliminated. Well, what we have to start doing is that whatever a bet has to happen actually has to be put on uh, – there has to be some kind of corner booth, a pantheon of bets that we have to really keep track of. We need to start with box. Black. Samir, wait. I have a bet with you. This, I have a bet with you, right? Uh, it's Eagles-Giants. It's uh, it's us three. We have the Eagles-Giants bet. Ah, true. Do uh, we have I something have else? I'm in. I have a bet with Steve Peralt. I, he never paid out. I have a bet with Kevin, who never paid out to me. Um, what the heck? There's, like, a lot of bets. of the, Okay, so from now on. Samir, I mean it. Like, I will give Eagles you $25. And this Timberwolves bet be the first written down. So write it down right now, Samir. You are a, hall, you are a custodian of records, like, like Pete that. from the league. I, I love that you love the league. I love the league. I was so watching the league. Kevin, yeah. Kevin is Ruxin. Kevin is Ruxin. Kevin's absolutely Ruxin. If Kevin says just, ever, as long as you say I'm not Andre, I'm good. I'll be anyone else. No, you're not Andre. I know an Andre. I think JD that you're Pete. Wow, thank you. He's the coolest. That would be awesome. I'm that like Samir's uh, Rafi. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go, and that's, is that racist? That might have been racist. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> so my brother-in-law, his nickname is Taco for that reason. Really? Yes. Uh, is, there a, is, who's the, is there a big pot guy in the group? In our group, in my in like this group? No, I mean, if any, I mean, I, I do partake, I guess. No right. No, but taco is like always stowed. Yeah, no, no. My my brother in law, we nicknamed him Taco. Even like the neighborhood kids in my in my street call him Taco. That's awesome. Like all my parents' That's friends really call him Taco. It's hysterical. Even my sister calls him Taco. Like the girl who's like been dating him for nine and a half years probably will end up being in, in the up with this kid. Calls him Taco, and it's the greatest nickname I've ever given the kid. Um, Samir does. I have a did. little. I have a little Kevin in me. Uh, because I can freak out and get really pissed off. I would have thought I was Kevin personally, but I think you are. I think you and me, JD, are two sides of the same coin: half Pete, half Kevin. I'm fine with that. I get. I. I. I, You know what's so funny? I know a girl who is literally Jenny to a T, and it's hysterical. She hot. That's cool. Yes, but she's also been dating the same guy since school, and she's a good friend of mine. Okay, so never mind. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No Um, comment. Yeah, no comment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I love the league, by the way. Yes, Kevin is Ke- – if anybody's anybody's fucking Kevin is Ruxin. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's going to be crazy? Sure, sure. He's going to end up marrying some gorgeous-ass girl, and I'm literally at his wedding going to just be like, you know you're officially Ruxin, right? You just have to become a that is That solidifies the Ruxin. Solidifies. Kevin is Ruxin. We we literally I think Samir need to put Samir I think on Instagram we need to say the comparison is uncanny. Put a picture of Nick Kroll up there with Kevin. Yeah. 
love Kevin it. is officially Ruxin. All we need is Kevin's Kevin's wife to die of vaginal reconstructive surgery. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's, that's so funny. I forgot thing. that happened. Oh my god. Holy fuck. Okay. Lock it in. Place your bets, boys. It's happening. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Holy fuck. All right, we gotta get back on schedule. We are like off the rails today. This is what we haven't happened. even done our preview yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's gonna take up like 30 minutes. So we're just gonna. All right, let's let's speedball through these headlines here. All right. Um, as my boss from my new job texts me. All right. Uh, Sony Michelle trades to the Rams. I love the move because one, uh, it gives the Rams another running back from that arsenal of mediocre running backs. Patriots. This definitely means Damian Harris is the number one running back. Uh, set your fantasy lamps accordingly. I think. Okay, can you hear me now? I think Daryl yeah. Henderson is the lead back in LA, and I think his talent. They believe in his talent. Okay. It's okay, Samir. I what will is happening? Your internet shit. Um, but I'm yeah, frustrated. Oh, I can hear and see you guys, but I can't. But then you're like, I can't hear you. I don't Good know. for the Rams. Um, yeah, I still think Henderson is the lead back. Henderson is the lead back. I'll okay. say it over and over. He's I the lead back. There we go. Henderson's the lead back as he frees that again. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last headline before we move on. Um, Rachel Nichols just keeps taking L's. Oh my God! Sports media is changing so much this year. Nate Nate Burleson, of course, leaving uh, Good Morning Football, which makes me so fucking sad. Fuck CBS Morning News for taking Nate away from me. You fucking tools. Nobody likes fucking real news. It's all about sports. Um. Also, uh, you have Max Kellerman leaving uh, first take. And now the creme de la creme, the coupe de gras, the most hilarious saga in sports, the downfall of Rachel Nichols. Holy shit. And somebody tweeted out and shout out to our Craft Brew Sports Facebook group. Literally, the f- If you guys haven't been added yet, I'll make sure Mike adds you guys on Facebook. Holy hell is the funniest Facebook group on the planet. One of the guys tweeted out, Jimmy Butler is out here ending careers. And it was the true. It's so funny. I love how now they are officially canceling all of her content for basketball. The jump is now officially canceled. And I sit here and I feel bad for her. I feel like she'll get a job somewhere else. Like I guarantee Barstool will throw her like 140 grand a year, and she'll be like, "Sure, okay." That'd be funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dave, Dave Portnoy is watching, and Erica Nardini are sitting on the sidelines waiting for ESPN to cut her contract, and they will throw her, like, 150 grand a year. Be like, you want to work for us? I that I got to tell, you, I I tell you guys see. something. I was called to fill in for Max Kellerman at first take. I did get that call, but I okay, said we're building something special here with the corner though, booth. So your takes are no, 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 no. I said we're, so we're building Thank something special here with the corner booth, and I just can't do that. This is going to be hey, bigger than good. first take well, ever was. Track, though, because he's right, and he's really right. Even these takes are so lukewarm. They need somebody who's basically like out of their fucking mind to replace him. So if JD fits the bill. <laughs> the words you're looking for is thank you, JD. You're a valued member of the team, and we appreciate that you're going to stay. Make it through a full season. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Without me firing you, you missing shows, or me like screaming at you off camera. We're, on, we're, we're a third of the way there. Um, Speaking of the season, boys. You scream at me on camera. That's how you know we're cool. Yeah, exactly. I actually enjoy your Snapchat. That made me feel like I'm a loser because this kid actually goes out and parties after the show. I just go to sleep. I love a good Thursday. 
Yeah, I have a real bo- I have a real adult job, so Thursdays unless yeah, I start. I'm, being- I'm actually trying to get one, so. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I, I, listen, I work in a trade, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I, I work with my hands. It's not a fun thing sometimes. All right. Yeah, I don't want to do that. It's it, listen. I make adult money. I make commission on top of hourly. I'm happy with it, but fuck, man. It, it, I want to sit in my cubicle and get fat. Yeah, no, I like working with my hands. It keeps me not. All right. Apparently, Jalen Smith is now. Uh, by the way, Jalen Smith is apparently now on the trade block. Allegedly. Huh. That's interesting. Right. So we are talking records. Let's go. Okay. Preview. Burrow, burrow, burrow. Let's go. Start with the AFC East. Okay. 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 New England Patriots. That's a fun one. That's that's a good one. You get a sentence, and you get a record range. By the way, folks, this game is played simple. You get a range within two or three wins or losses. So JD could say the Patriots could go ten and seven, and his range goes down to seven and ten. That is his range. He cannot go out of it. He cannot go under it. So we'll start with Samir. Samir, what are the Patriots going to go this year? Um, great defense, growing pains on offense. Uh, I think Mac will show flashes, but I don't think that he'll be, he'll live up to his greatest potential. I think they're eight and nine. Okay. I'm going to go 10 and seven. I think they're going to be the second best team in the AFC East. I think Mac Jones is going to surprise a lot of people that do control balls accurately. Aguilar, as much as he's a drop pass machine, is the one of the most explosive reject receivers Kendrick Bourne apparently has played very well with them, and apparently Nikhil Harry actually remembered how to play football. Um, with those two good tight ends and Damian Harris and uh, Henderson and uh, not Henderson Stevenson at running back, it's not a bad team. They're going to win like nine, ten games. So I'm going to say my range of them is ten and seven, nine and eight, and they're going to be like just outside of a wild card berth. JD, I have them at nine and eight. Um, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, but I don't. They, I think they're going to look back on this season and think they overpaid for a lot of people, because they did. I think, and I, I don't think they made the biggest changes to actually be a playoff team at nine and eight. I, I don't have them making the playoffs. How long do they stick with Cam? I guess is the question. But we'll see. The time clock is ticking on Cam. I think, especially after the I COVID think thing. Cam, I think Cam. Um, will not play into my 30s. I'm 26 right now. And he is, what, 30? Yeah, yeah no. well, I thought we were talking about, like, this season. Okay, so I am 26 years old. I guarantee I will still be in my 20s when Camden retires. I think his, his wow. day... Wow, retires? Done, like, done's up. I will not oh, wow. turn 30. I will still be, tw- I will be... I'm calling 28. Two years from now, Cameron retired. Oh, I think he'll That still dude's be taking a beating. Starter. It's a beating. All right, so JD, your range was what? I'm sorry, I my police space. Nine and eight was what I what I. Said. Okay, so that was around why I said. We literally did like eight, nine, nine and eight, ten and seven. That so they're gonna be a right. good, a decent, mediocre team. Yeah, it's just a really tough division. All right, now who I hope to God you guys all think is a division winner: the fucking Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Flag Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. All right, so yeah, I range them is thirteen and four. 12 and 5. They are going to beat the snot out of a lot of teams. A healthy Zach Moss, if I think they still need to go get a running back, I think they will go get like a Todd Gurley later in the season or mid season. They might go make a move 
Because De- sorry, Devin Singletary is a gadget back. He's a Corey Clement. He's not a every down back if Zach Moss gets hurt. When that team can run the ball along with passing, they are disgusting. The defense is incredible. Greg Rousseau looks like a defense rookie of the year candidate. I watched him bull rush through a, to a double team and throw uh, – who was the quarterback to the ground? Who did they put last week? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But Greg Rousseau looked incredible. Great great first-round pick for them. That defense looks even better. Now they got – if Rousseau's even, like, a decent rookie pass rusher, that defense gets even better. I love this team. I think they are going to be like a Super Bowl candidate for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have them at 12 and five. I have them winning the division. Um, I actually think the top of the like AFC is just going to be more competitive. Uh, I know we're not doing playoffs, but I, I have them right now uh, with tiebreakers to be the 12 and five uh, first seed overall in the AFC. I really like the bills for everything, you know, Jared just said, um, I really think that uh, they will do well within the division. And yeah, 12 and five is where I have them. Yeah, I have the Bills at 13 to four also. I love the Bills as much as anyone. Uh, I don't know if they will get another running back halfway through the year. I think what they might be relying on is like a wide receiver two breakout, like a Gabe Davis, uh, because I think they're a 60 to 40 run pass. I think they just need some guy to take the pressure off Diggs, even though the Diggs to Allen connection is pretty unbreakable um yeah i like the bills i have them at 13 and 4 i have them i do have them splitting a game with the patriots and splitting a game with the dolphins though or splitting this series yeah that's fair that division could have a little bit of cannibalization happening for sure i think it's one of the more competitive absolutely those top three are really good and I think Belichick will coach his way into splitting. Uh, he won't drop two games versus any team in the division. There's just he won't. He'll win happen. a snow game over, you know, Miami or Buffalo and in, in Foxborough in late December or something. Yeah. Um, and then if we want to move on to the Dolphins, I actually have the Dolphins at 11 and six. Uh, I have the All Dolphins. Right. I I really do believe in the Dolphins. Uh. And here's why I believe. I mean, in, you believe in Tua. I believe in Tua. I do believe in Tua. I think Tua has the skill and the talent to be better than he was last year. Last year, he didn't show us everything that he could have been. Is what I think. And I think I believe in Waddle a lot, and I believe in Will Fuller. I think Will Fuller is a great receiver. Uh, and I think you put those weapons with that defense, the ability to air it out a little more. Sure, they do. They need a run game. Yes, that's their one weakness. But I do think that they can beat a lot of teams. No, I think the Dolphins will be good, too. Um, I think their defense and their their roster is just so good. I have them at 10 and 7. Um, and that's where, like, I think Tua is good enough to, you know, be the facilitator on that offense. Um, I need Waddle to be good, selfishly, because uh, he is on my um, uh, fantasy team. Um, what do you call that? Dynasty fantasy team, Samir. Um, but... Yeah, ten and seven. I think Dolphins are going to be really good, and I think Tua has a decent year, um, similar to like kind of the Baker comp, I guess. That because his weapons are so good, like he just needs to kind of get it to him. Uh, but yeah, ten and seven. I think the Dolphins are going to be really good. I really like that defense. All right. Uh oh. Is it a hot take? 
he doesn't like the Dolphins. Hot take time, boys. Eight and nine, seven and ten. Wow. I think the Bills Dolphins are going to struggle. They're going to be that team that everyone's wondering why the hell they're losing games. It is not on Brian Flores. Great coach. It is not on their defense. And it's not even fully on Tua. I think Tua is going to be just a average quarterback in the NFL. I listen. I like shout out to my boss, Marble Life, by the way, uh, the best marble marble polishers in the Northeast and also all over the country. Um, quick sponsor shout out. Um, also, on top of that, the issue is not just Tua being like an okay quarterback. It's the fact that that offensive line is not great and they have no established running game. I don't care who the fuck you have at receiver. If I'm dropping eight back every time, it's not going to matter where you throw the ball. So they're going to lose a lot of games to teams that, that have any kind of secondary. Bill Belichick's going to beat him twice, guaranteed. The Bills going to beat him twice. That's an automatic four losses before you even get to the rest of the roster sheet. I think the Jets are going to surprise some people this year, too. There's a Interesting. Teaser for my next pick. Oh, okay. Well, let's go to the Jets, Jared. Let's right. see. What do so we the got? Jets, I have a, uh, you know, short uh, teaser going uh, uh, seven and ten, uh, six Ooh. and eleven. They are Ooh. going to be a lot better than people think. They're going to lose a lot of close games. I look at them like um, they got 2016. This is not a Super Bowl prediction for 2022. I look at them like a 2016 Philadelphia Eagles, a 20. Um, a 2000. Oh, what's another team? Before? I look at them like a. They're gonna be a team that's gonna be in a lot of close games, like a Niners team from 2017 or 18. Uh-huh, they're gonna be in yeah. a lot of close games. They're gonna lose them on heartbreakers, but they're going to get a some fun wins, and they're gonna be a, a team that's gonna surprise. Zach Wilson. I will eat the bullet on this one. I don't hate on him as much as Kevin did during our draft review. As Samir can be a reference to this. But I was not sure about how you react. He's getting the ball out quick. He knows how to manipulate the pocket. And he loves Corey Davis. And apparently Elijah Moore has played very well so far whenever he gets back on the field. I'm not saying it's – and they also still have Crowder. And I, I don't be surprised if that running game is not – with Michael Carter and the rest of those boys. Honestly, it may not be a bad team. They're going to lose games, but they're going to put up points, and they're going to actually have a decent defense. They're going to be like six and – Six and eleven, seven and nine, seven and ten, and I am totally for it. I think they're going to beat Miami at least once. I can't believe Jared just guaranteed Jet Super Bowl in the next two years. Just I did guaranteed not. It. No, yeah. he did. He wow. made a, he made a point to guarantee it. Um, I guess I'll put it on the bet the bet list. I guess because yeah, he, no. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a bet? I'll put on the list. The Jets will make the playoffs in the next four years. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to do that with anybody. I, any team. I think. NFL. You can guarantee it. Make it a Jared guarantee. A guarantee. Jared guarantee in the next. A guarantee. So by the time I turn fucking thirty, these fuckers will make the playoffs once. Could be a. It could be the seventh seed. Like I'm talking like a ten and seven, nine and eight team sneaks into the back end of the playoffs. They will make the playoffs in the next four years. Jared guarantee. Um, I have them at five and twelve. I do think they're right, better. Give them some credit, at least. Um, but I would, like, that's on the high end. Like, I would say, if you're doing your range, I would say 5-12 and 12 to 4-13-ish. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll win some games. Um, I looked at their schedule. They have some winnable games for sure. I'm not sold. Um, 
preseason, you know, I was a hater as well, and preseason's awesome, but let's watch them play against some ones. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's probably at five and 12, I think that's pretty optimistic for them. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to be great, but they'll be better. They're clearly better. Yeah. I have him at five and 12 too. Zach Wilson has impressed me in preseason. The guy's arm talent is there. You can't say it's not there. Um, but the thing is just when breaking down the schedule, what have me them stuck at five and 12 and not anything greater is the division. I could just because I think right. all three teams are just better than them and they'll beat on them. And I don't think Bill, so many Bill Belichick games. doesn't lose to rookie quarterbacks. He just doesn't. That's the one team that they could beat. But, you know, they'll probably lose five of the six division games. They might yeah, I think they take somewhere. one against Miami. I seriously think like they're going to slip up on them. That could happen. For some reason, get Miami at least once every other year. So. All right. Just like Miami used to get the Pats. That used to be the thing is Miami would yeah, always. Get I the think Pats that one. I think that one's kind of dead because I don't, I don't believe in Miami. I don't, I don't believe in the Dolphins this year. Um, like I clarify that. All right. A- a- you want to go north or? AFC North, baby. Don't cut me off. I'm good. Um, okay. AFC North. I didn't know you started. It's We're coming gonna in talk now. about JD's team. The Cleveland fucking Browns. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Oh, oh. Most chant football, but you know what? God, I believe in this team. I am going thirteen and four, eleven and six. That is my range. This team is fucking loaded on defense. Holy shit! They might put up a couple zeros this year in the defensive column for for games. I don't doubt it. I feel horrible for Joe Burrow because the best team in your division is it, like okay so the three I, I seriously uh, spoiler alert, the 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 Bengals might have a top five are gonna have a top five pick next year absolutely well because their top five pick right now looking like he might get a, de- uh, a domestic violence charge thrown at him possibly so uh, yeah oh, they're not improving they didn't improve as a team at they, all they didn't improve they actually regressed as a roster which is terrifying uh, God bless Joe Burrow um holy shit. The Browns are fucking loaded. And the thing is, Baker's another year older, another year wiser, and another year better. Oh, my God. Uh, Odell Beckham's healthy. You have two good tight ends, possibly. Didn't you guys pick up one in the draft, too? J.D.? Uh, no, last year we did. We have th- we have three tight ends on the roster. That yeah, are my boy from Cedar Grove. Harrison Bryant from Cincy. My boy from the University of Miami in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. My mom was hometown. David and Joku, state champion, by the way, for New Jersey. Um, you have uh, is uh, Austin Hooper, and the, who's the last one? Harrison Bryant. Uh, Harrison Bryant. He was a rookie last year. You have Donovan Peoples-Jones going off. You have Jarvis fucking Landry. And, oh, oh that, that guy with the weird hair who apparently is really good at catching footballs. Oh, Odell fucking Beckham. Uh, oh, yeah, and then you have possibly the best one-two punch at running back in the league. So, um, and Chubbing, um, uh, yeah, you, know, you haven't pretty, even mentioned their pretty, best unit, which is the offensive line. Yeah. Top five in the fucking league. Cleveland is fucking loaded. If Baker plays at 90% capacity for what he's capable of, that team goes 12 wins. JD, you have the third best team in the football. How do you feel right now? Uh, I feel really good. Um, it's preseason and I'm a Browns fan. So like, you have to understand, like I have like, issues with getting excited for the Browns because uh, they've never been good. Listen, but this team is this just scary. I roster, think God we this don't play roster. Um, I have the a, defense, I have a man, 12, is what turns me on. 
It's I nice. have a 12 and five. Um, I, you know, I might've gone a little higher, except I don't want to be a little, I don't want to be over biased here, but yeah, I think they're really good. Um, I think that running game is the straw that stirs a stay or this, whatever. I, I was trying to say something that was stupid, but um, the brown that back? yeah, stirs the drink or whatever. Um, but either way, like that offensive line in that running game is their bread and butter. And Baker loves throwing to tight ends. He loved it in college. Uh, he still loves it. The thing about the Browns, their defensive line is incredible. If their secondary can stay healthy. Their yeah. secondary was trashed last year, but they also didn't finish with a single person that started at the beginning of the year. You lost Del Pitt and Camp last year. I'm really excited to see him. Greedy Williams has been there for like three years now and has literally played like two games. But he's been healthy in camp, so we'll see. Denzel Ward, when healthy, is a top five corner. Uh, just a lockdown, dude. Like, they can be really good, but they also are like the most injury-prone secondary in the league. Um so that's the big thing for me. Their weakest unit is definitely their linebackers. Uh, but at the same time, uh, that Jeremiah kid from uh, Notre Dame is looking like a first-round talent that we just snagged late in the second round. So, yeah, I'm I'm beyond pumped. It's been as excited as I am for Browns football probably in my life. Um, but, yeah, I'm at 12-5. and five. I think they're going to be really good. And uh, if they're not, I'm ready to get hurt. Winning yeah. the division, by the way. Number one. Yeah, you guys covered it. I have them at 12 and 5. I haven't went in the division as well. I, I'm just excited for this team. How can you not be? And it's fun. The Browns and the Bills are good. You got to love it. Yes. That yeah. Lake Erie Alliance. I love the NFL. Everyone says the NFL is no parody. Um, besides, outside of fucking New England, the NFL is fucking year, boys and girls. Like, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, that, it's one and of the best parody. New England might not make the playoffs. I think it has the best parody of any sport. Oh, God, yeah. Hockey. Okay, it's ironic. Yeah, hockey. In the hockey, sport of football, sure. you have the least parity and the most parity in the same fucking sport. Yeah. So there you, you go. take away, I, like, the New England dynasty, like, who has been who's been the team that New England faces? It's been, like, four or five different really good eras. They played like, Philly Steelers, in 2000. Ravens. Like, somebody's saying, like, oh, Philly sucks in 2000. I'm like, dirty. They have the most playoff appearances for an NFC team besides Seattle since 2000. But, you know, we're I'll not just, talking NFC, Jared. We're that's talking next week. Boy. AFC North. Yo, oh, by the way, we might have a nice surprise guest next week. Frozen me. Tundra. Ooh. All right. The Pittsburgh fucking Steelers. Let's try to make this a little fast. Let's try to speed it up a little bit. Pittsburgh Steelers. I got them at 10 and 7. 10 and 7? Yeah. Uh, I, I think their offense obviously significantly improves with Najee. I just think the offensive line isn't good enough for them to be elite. That's my one issue with them. And I think the defense is elite. I think it's the line. And I think big Ben will show his age. And that's why they're going to lose to the Browns, maybe even twice. That's why they're going to lose to the Ravens, maybe even twice. That's why I think these, these faster, more talented defenses are going to really mess them up. That's what I think. We saw who the Steelers were at the end of the last year. And yeah. They are who we they thought are. they were. They that's who they will be this year. Pittsburgh, you've had a great run. Oh, you guys have shit, had baby. one of the best teams for the last 20 years consistently. Big Ben, you're a Mac guy. You're an Ohio guy. You're from Finley, which is a team that like is about 40 minutes away from me. That we is in our in our conference in my high school conference. Love you, buddy. But your time is done. Your team. St- 
stinks. You guys are 6-11 and 11 this year. You are going to be the downfall of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the basement, basement of the AFC North. Wow. The Browns killed you. That's what you're going to look back at that playoff game and say the Browns killed Big Ben. What is their record? What'd you say? Six and eleven. Oh did wow! I made a whole thing about it. Oh wow! Did, Jesus did, Christ! Did you not get my speech? It, you know. Oh, I got the speech. Talk your shit, man. Say with your chest. All right, all right, all right, relax. Everyone, relax. JD, put the guns back in the holster. It's okay. War's over. You guys, like, you guys embarrassed the hell out of him last year. Um, so learn, I think the really funniest did. playoff game I ever watched in my life, because Steelers fans were insufferable all year. And I, everyone oh, knew they were bad. Okay. So here's how I knew they were bad. My Eagles took them down to the wire and it was a blown coverage is what took them to beat us. <laughs> Cause there's nobody who covered, uh, Chase Claypool over the top. And I was like, oh, up oh, we lose. All right. Eight and nine. All right. Ah, fuck. Six and 11. That's the range. Wow. Yeah. So I'm high in this. Here's the problem. I don't trust Big Ben staying healthy for the entire year. I don't care who's on their fucking defense. Okay. I'm sorry. Bud Dupree. Okay. Some rotation of all their new guys to replace Bud Dupree. You lose... Steven Nelson, you lose Mike Hilton, so Joe Hayden's going to play all three cornerback positions? Everyone's ignoring the fact they lost half their secondary. Yeah, you have the best safety in football, but if he's got to cover half the field by himself? Also, I think, I, I love Najee Harris, but he's only going to get maybe 15 carries a game because they're going to be losing half of the game. I seriously also wonder why they should have dropped Juju when they had the chance. Now they're stuck with him. You think he's gonna dance on logos? No, I think it's oh, one year. Is it not? It's it's whatever TikTok trend is trending right now. He's more about his branding. He's not, I still think Chase Claypool is gonna be a top ten receiver for the next like twenty next Absolutely. ten years. Absolutely. This kid, I I said last year, two years ago during a draft our twenty twenty draft combine preview, I said this to Kevin, our former co-host Mark Riley. I said this specifically. Chase Claypool will be a top five receiver in the league by the time. He retires at one point or another. This kid had the build, the speed, and the hands to play at that level. I said this kid's Megatron 2.0, but fa- but faster, but little less vert, like strength. He's like the same body size type. So I am all for it. Um, yeah, I just think Pittsburgh's gonna struggle this year. Baltimore Ravens. We're going to make this one fast. I think they're going to be one of the wild card teams. I think they go a solid, respectable 11-6, I think they're going to win a lot of games, but I think they're also going to struggle against Cleveland, and they're going to be a tough exit in the first round, wild card round. Let's try to keep it fast, boys. We're really draining time. Uh, yeah, 11, 11 and 6 for me as well. Um, I think they are the first um, wild card team. I think they're still going to be really good. And I would say I, I think they're still – I think they're going to win a playoff game as that wild card. But 11 and 6, I do think they're both – I do think they're really good. It wouldn't shock me if they won the division and you flipped Browns and Ravens. But I do think Browns are just a little better. Uh, I also have them at 10 no, and no, 7. No, I have the Browns winning the division. I have the Browns by a fucking – So do I. I'm saying – Yeah. 
I'm just saying I wouldn't be like shocked if like the two records I said like flipped. Uh, I think Cleveland's a mile better. I I I, I also have the Ravens at ten and seven. Uh, I think this year is the year that we see that the Browns have firmly taken a step ahead of the Ravens. Um, I think Baker has the ability to ha- run the game well enough that his weapons complement him. Mm-hmm. Lamar. Mm-hmm. He has yeah, for the first month of the year. I just think the offense isn't what it is. Lamar's going to get exposed. And I think the Browns are better than them. Love it. Love it. I'm going to let that one through. Um, last but not least, the probably one of the top three teams in the draft next year, the Cincinnati Bengals, I have them going 3-14. and 14. I think they're going to lose a lot of games. I don't even know if Jamar Chase is playing this year. Um, it doesn't matter. He can't catch the ball, and they can't block for Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Mixon's going to be irrelevant in fantasy this year, again, because they are wasting his talent. Um, I just I feel bad for Joe Burrow. The Bengals are the only team in the top five of the draft that actually regressed. Yeah. And they could have improved. They so could have easily improved. They should have taken Sewell. Yeah, if they took yeah. a Sewell, we're not having this conversation right now. Um, yeah, I yeah I'm a two and fifteen. That's it. I I I'm I'm different than you guys in this fight. I guess I just really like Joe Burrow. I think they're gonna go six and eleven. Huh. I think they're gonna win games. I think they because if you look, they should have won games last year. And you take a year of Joe Burrow and all that, uh, you know, he learned last year. Um, he's become really comfortable with his weapons. I think they're just going to find a way to you know, win some of these games. I, I really like Joe Burrow as a quarterback. I think he's really good. Interesting. Huh. I, you know, I I'll, bet, wrong. I'll bet you the I'll bet you uh, the under on five and a half wins. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. I feel like that's like uh, what uh, find what their over under is and like actually. All right, we'll talk about it later. Let's move oh, yeah, on. We'll, yeah, right before the last call, we'll talk about it. All right, let's get moving. AFC West right now. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm taking lead here. I have them going 12-5, and 10-7 is my range. I think the Chargers have a healthy defense. Joe Burrow's ready for a second year. They have a good backfield, good receivers. Herbert, um, you mean? little weak spot of tight end, Justin Herbert kicking ass as usual. I'm sorry I said Philip Rivers. It's been so long since anybody else besides Rivers played quarterback for them. Um, I, I just believe in this team, man. I think they're going to take a real shot at Kansas City. I just think Kansas City win the division. Oh, spoiler. But I think LA is going to make this really fucking close. I'm calling. I think they will go 12 and, f- 12 and 5, honestly. They're going to beat a lot of teams. Ten and seven is where I had them. Um, I think they're really good. I do. I, I, that's a playoff spot still, I believe. Um, yeah, Herbert was awesome with like a dog shit offensive line last year, and they've improved that. Um, you know, he's his weapons are are back and healthy, and I think because of Herbert mainly, and I think the team is overall improved. But we'll see. We'll see. They're still they still weren't good last year, so. Even though they did improve, well, I'm at ten and seven. That's a playoff team for me. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, I have the Chargers at fourteen and three and w- winning the division Woo! over the Chiefs. 
Winning the yeah, not the they're, team, that's the first the seed. That I have yep, I have them as the first seed in the AFC, and I have them, I have them beating the Chiefs. I'm just on the Herbert hype train. The guys, the guy's talent is proven. He went in and played better than I've ever seen. I think any rookie quarterback play besides Mahomes, but that shattered was his second all the record. Yeah, I mean shattered every record. Uh, Austin Eckler was out for most of the year. Derwin James was out for most of the year. Joey Bosa is the best pass rusher in the league, I think, personally. Um, That team is loaded. That team, it might not seem like it, but it's loaded. Keenal is great. Mike Williams is great. I think second-year Herbert is going to explode, and they're going to be a great team. I'm not saying that they will definitively be 14-3, but goddamn if they are. Samir, your Oregon bias is just coming out. That's that's all this is. Oh yeah, my Oregon your, your bias. Long yeah, yeah. Time Oregon fan. My bias deeply rooted Oregon bias. Right, yeah. right. You just want to see him succeed. Take your emotions out of the picks, would you, Samir? Herbert yeah, is my I, new tool. I wouldn't be shocked if if they just uh, have a really a breakthrough season. Ten and seven, just because I like. Uh, honestly, it's probably a little low, but I don't know. We'll see. All right, spin it back. I want to spice things up. Kansas City Chiefs. All right, I'll go first. 15-2. and I think they're going to win a fuck ton of games this year. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, though. I think they're going to get sloppy in the playoffs like they always do, and finally it's going to bite them in the ass. They're a freaking stupid fumble in the end zone away from not making it last year. I know. They're a super cheap shot from Sorensen. From, oh yeah, I know. JD, I'm sorry. That that, that was bullshit. I, I was – me and my mom – I was unwell for a while. I had, You're right. So, for reference, I had like seven friends over, and my parents were there too, and we were watching the game live. And I just – like we were all rooting for the Browns. It was Eagles, Cowboys, Chargers, Giants, Patriots. I think we even had a Dolphins fan there. And then, you know, my family, we're all Eagles fans, basically. And because of me, I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm a, I guess I'm an infection, I guess. Um, basically, <laughs> we're all watching this game. We're all rooting for Cleveland towards the end. And we felt like this was like, this is robbery. This is bullshit. And then when Tampa it Bay was, kicked their heads in, it was like the most poetic justice I've ever good. seen in my life. Yeah, it was yeah, so I, It was I the had, first playoff game I had ever watched with my, my brother. I'm 23 and he's 26. Jesus, your brother's my age. That's crazy. Um, I yeah, I have um, I have the Chargers winning, going fifteen and two. I do think they're gonna win a shit ton of games, but I think they are not gonna win the Super Bowl. I think they're gonna get knocked out in the championship round. That is my prediction right now. That's the only teaser I'll give you for two weeks from now, which is our final NFL preview, which will be awards, playoff seedings, and everything else. So we'll make our consensus corner booth voting pick. We'll kind of all have our brackets ready to go. So I have Kansas City going five, 15 and two. That is my record for them. Samir. I have the Chiefs at 13 and four actually this year. Uh, I think the difference between you, I think they have, the, I think I have them losing to the Chargers one one game. And I think I have them losing to the Packers because I saw that Packers game this circle in the schedule, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go in and beat them. He's going to be like, I'm the fucking goat. I don't give a shit. I he's going on. He's going bench mode, and he's going to beat the Chiefs. I don't have them losing to the Chargers, and I had one other loss to them. Uh, one Browns, baby. That was one of them. I was coin flipping that one, honestly. It's possible. Um, I have the Chiefs at twelve and five. I still think, obviously, they're really good, but I think they're one of those. They're so good that they'll go into cruise control and they'll lose a couple games that they don't really like. They're just gonna kind of go, eh, you know. Like I just, 
and plus their schedule. They got some tough teams, like you said, um, Green so Bay, I'm, Cleveland, I mean, the Chargers twice. Like, I, I, I'm calling my shot week one. We're going to beat them. Okay, so my honest, my honestly got opinion, my range was 15 and 2, 14 and 3. Because I seriously, in the back of my mind, my boss was at first survivor pool, he was asking me, what do you think I should pick for this Cleveland, uh, Kansas City, Cleveland? Who should I touch this? I'm like, no. Because honest to God, that defense. I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it either. There's like seven games week one. If you're doing survivor pools, God, I, I'm in one apparently this year. Um, part of my signing bonus at my new job, which I think is awesome. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm honestly just kidding. I, I, I bought in like a normal human being, but, uh, he goes, hey, uh, you want to be in the one the survival pool? I'll, I'll see if they can get your team. And I'm like, yeah, sure. What's the buy-in? He get, it will do the buy-in and everything else. But, um, yeah, I uh, definitely um, really like the the Browns to win this early. Browns to win that game week one. I think their Kansas could come out flat. All right. Uh, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry, I can never do that. I can never do my Chris Berman right anymore. I could take the lead of this one. Uh, I think they're gonna suck. They're yeah. Go six I'm at four and thirteen. I have them worse than you. I think their defense still can't stop shit. I think their defense is bad and they didn't improve. Is what I no, think. No, their team is. I I know what you're thinking. You're got you're a Derek Carr guy, and I like Derek Carr. And I do think Derek. Their car is good, um, Jared, but I, I just like the rest of that team just isn't good. And I think Gruden's going to be – the seat's going to start to get a little, little, little toasty maybe. I don't know. All righty. Um, I am going to go 9 and 8, 7 and 10. I think they're going to be a decent team. Their lack of secondary is going to be their downfall. And also their lack of O-line play. Um, that's it. That's all I got. They're going to be an okay team. I want to see people in the Death Star, though. I'm excited for that. Because that kind of sucked that's to open a stadium sick. last year. For them and L.A., that did suck to open a stadium last year. Yeah. God, that's um, so sexy. But a team that I think their secondary will actually give them wins, I think it's the Broncos. I think the Broncos will be a sneaky 7-10. and 10. I think they'll get a few important, cool wins just because their secondary will cause trouble. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that defense is better than people give credit. I, I have them at 8-9, and nine, so even a little better. Um, I think they're going to surprise some people. They're not going to be great. Um, I don't think Drew Lock is the answer there. I don't think that's crazy, but... Who knows? He's been in the league well, for Bridgewater's the starter. Ago. They named Bridgewater the starter today. Oh yeah. wow, I didn't. Okay, so I missed that. As of two o'clock, I, I missed that. Or might have been earlier. Might have been even ten. Like, like I said, Drew Locke, not the guy there. You know, that's what. Bad. That's basically that's Very what good. I was getting. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but I do think um, I do think they're going to surprise some people, and they it's tough to go play in Denver. They always they're always good at home, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, I think Denver is going to go like six and 11, five and 12. Okay. I think that Teddy Bridgewater is not in a press with quarterback. I think there is going to be more injuries. I think the biggest problem in Denver is their general manager, John Elway. I think there's a lot of issues to solve there. Um, I love Javante Williams as a running back with Royce Freeman and, uh, 
Melvin Gordon, but it, it's just the one running back they shouldn't have gotten rid of was Phil Lindsay, and that's the one they got rid of. So, uh, yeah, there you go. All right, next up, AFC South. We're going we're gonna to speedball this. We'll go team by team. Quick explanations. Samir, record for the Indianapolis Colts. Go. Colts, I have a 13 and 4. I think Wentz will be good. I think the line is they're getting healthy before the year. I think they'll be good. Perfect. JD, Indianapolis Colts, go. 10 and 7, slightly overrated. Um, I don't think Wentz is going to fix their entire offense like people think it is. Um, 10 and 7, I think they're slightly overrated. I don't think they win that division. 12 and 5 for me. I think Wentz is the answer. For them, I don't think they're going to give them a Super Bowl, but I think they win the division here. I think um, it's going to be a coin flip between them and Tennessee. You can pull my Tennessee pick in right now, 12-5 and five for Tennessee. They're the, it's going to come down to one of the, a win-loss between one of them. Um, so they're both the ranges, Tennessee and Indianapolis. You can book me down right now. The range, win range is 12-5, and five, 10 six. Um, one of them is going to be the top wild card seed. One of them is going to be a, a division winner. Um I'm going to double them up to right now. Uh, I think the Titans have a great offense. I think they have a great receiving core. Of course, the best power running back I've seen in my adulthood. Um, I think Caleb Farley's going to be a great cornerback. I think their defense is going to be surprised a lot of people with that pass rush. And I think they're honestly going to fix their mistakes from last year. Do I think they're going to be a top 10 defense? Oh, hell no. Do I think they're going to be serviceable? Oh, yeah. Colts, I think that Wentz is going to go back to his form with Hank Reich. Do I think he's going to be an MVP candidate? Maybe. Um, that running game is great. Uh, Zach Pascal, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, not the worst receivers Wentz has ever had circa 2019. Um, they're going to be a very hard team to beat, especially that defense. So there you go. I just knocked two teams out of the way. Fight me. Samir, Tennessee Titans. Are we supposed to do Titans now? Okay. Yeah, Titans I, I have at uh, 11 and 6. Uh, I'm not as hot as them still. I just don't think they've made enough defensive strides. I think getting Julio is Sure, big, but it doesn't help their their biggest issue as a team last year and going forward. JD, um, I have the Titans also at eleven. I have the Titans also at eleven and six. Uh, but that is winning the division for me. The Titans remind me a lot of the Browns last year. They're gonna have a really good run game. Um, they're gonna have weapons and a good quarterback who's kind of a distributor to those weapons. A great receiving core. Um, but that defense is gonna struggle a little bit, but. They just have so much talent. They're going to win a lot of games. I think they're going to win that division. All righty. Moving on. Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, literally the team I blame for Travis Etienne's slow touch of his career. Um, I'm going to go with a solid four and... 13. 13, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had, or I had three and 14. Uh, yeah, they're not good. Lawrence will will have a couple fun wins. There is a serious concern through a lot of NFL guys that Urban Meyer might quit halfway through the year. Interesting. I had not. I don't know that. if it'll happen. But I really uh, don't know if that'll happen. There's a serious I, I like, Vegas push. Like some people might think. I think you might finish. So I don't think Urban Meyer is the coach in Jacksonville in two years. Well, it's be- yeah, I don't think that's a crazy hot take. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Urban has done a lot of things early in his coaching career that have made me question if this was the right move for him. But I have them at 5-12, and 12, and I think that's too high, to be honest. 
Um, but it was one of those, like, I was trying to make the wins even, you know what I mean, across the board. Um, so I had them at 5-12. and 12. I think it's going to take, like, when you bring in an entirely new coaching staff, basically like an entirely new team, so many young guys, there's just too much new there. It's going to take them five weeks to even, like, figure out, like, what their offensive identity is. They're not going to be good. I have them at 5-12. and 12, That's probably too high. They do get to play the Texans twice. Maybe that's why I have them that high. All right. And last and definitely least, the Houston Texans. <laughs> I have them going – a resounding 0-17. Oh, oh, the goose oh. egg. Ye oh. old goose egg. I oh, think no. me and Kevin's flex for the 0-17 team has arrived. I No offense to Tyrod, I get stabbed in the lungs, Taylor or Davis. Why the hell did I get drafted here, Mills? I think... Poor old Houston is going to get smoked by everybody. Two of Jacksonville's wins will be against Houston, including week one. That is Jared's second guarantee of the week. He can book it right now. Um, I think Houston is a train wreck. I think the the, the NFL needs to come down to Houston for not solving Deshaun Watson and roster issue earlier. This team is in a top five media market and is one of the biggest jokes of a team since they started. They had a couple good years when they made the playoffs. They've had a top five QB town for the last three years and have not made it past the first round. That should tell you all. You had a top, you had the top receiver in the league for five or four or five years in a row, maybe six, and yet you could not get him a quarterback until he was about to go. It is disgusting. You had Lamar Miller, who arguably is one of what was at his prime, was one of the best catch and run running backs in the league. You had good court, you had good defensive line play in JJ Watt, good linebackers, Brian Cushing, Jonathan Joseph's not a bad corner either. Justin Reed, one of the best safeties in the fucking league. And you still couldn't figure this out. Houston is a train wreck and they will go 0 and 17 at max. They go one and 16. Yeah, I have them at uh 17 and 0. I think Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt are just going to tear it up this year. Gonna be really good. Yeah, and uh, Hopkins yeah. is really good for the Texans. I, no, I heard Hopkins, Hopkins, Hopkins I've heard he's had a great, great camp, great camp. Yeah. So look out yeah. for this DeAndre Hopkins to really break through. Um, no, granted he gets, granted he gets vaccinated. Yeah, if, if he does, if he does. Um, three and fourteen is what I have the Texans at. Um, just because, like, as bad as you are, uh, this is a Browns fan who's seen some really, really bad teams and an zero and seventeen, bad or sixteen bad team. I don't think they're at 0-16 bad. I think they're going to win a couple games just because, like, they'll find a way because it's the NFL. And they're still world-class athletes. So we'll see. 3-14. and 14. I have them winning one game just because they play the Jaguars, and I think they'll beat the Jaguars. They're playing in week one, and I think they get the Split virtue em. of having – they have they get the virtue of having Trevor in their first – in his first career start. That's why they can win. 1-0 and, and then 0-16. Yeah. I love that, Samir. Yeah, that's what I think could happen. Guys, the Texans suck. Let's They're bad. Pray for Texans fans, man. Also, like, the shittiest organization. <laughs> They're All right, so, also Texas Longhorn fans. Poor guys. Oh, God. All right. Rough. If there's no other thoughts, I'm going to wrap this up so I can get editing this nightmare Perfect. of a shit show. I'm starving. Thanks, Samir, and your fucking internet. Man, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about yeah, we it. We love you anyway, Samir. I think we should start doing team intern t-shirts. 
or team sidekick. Mm. So we have the rookie, the sidekick, and the OG. Because here's a fun fact, folks. In six seasons of The Corner Booth, I have not missed a single episode. That's incredible. Wow. We did have to cancel two because of my internet dying because of the hurricane and the fact that Connecticut has the worst power grid Horrible. in America. Dude. Oh Samir, I was the last neighborhood in my town to get power back. I, had to, I was out 11 days. Oh, my God. Thanks, UI, bro. Hey, what you want Thank about you. Ohio? We don't get hurricanes. Yeah, you get tornadoes. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take a tornado over a hurricane any day. I'd rather a hurricane. In college football and in the West. Oh, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our AFC preview and, of course, subsequent Star, subsequent Star Wars rants, baseball, everything else in between. If you like what we do, please check out our podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Me and Samira dropping a corner booth shot each this week. We don't even know what the topics are, but we're definitely doing one each. Um, our live stream is, of course, Thursday at 6.30. Um, we're going the full 8 until 8 o'clock for an hour and a half because – no Eagles or Patriots preseason game before. So check us out then. Um, besides that, we'll see you all next week for an NFC preview. Uh, peace out. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.